0: I'm bringing you gifts of joy, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, gifts of joy, da-da-da-da-da-da, gifts of joy, gifts of joy. Hello, 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 and welcome to Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me this week. So looking forward to this episode. Um, Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you have been enjoying episodes one, two, three, and four. WE HAVE HAD SOME INTERESTING THINGS THAT WE'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT. SO I'M REALLY, REALLY LOOKING FORWARD to, um, TO WHAT YOU GUYS HAVE TO SAY. GIVE ME YOU GUYS FEEDBACK, LET ME KNOW WHAT YOU THINK OF THE SHOW AND EVEN THE TOPICS OR THE GUESTS, IF YOU WANT TO GET IN CONTACT WITH THEM, um, YOU SHOULD BE ABLE TO GET THEIR INFORMATION FROM ELON'S WEBSITE. Um, JUST VERY, VERY SLIGHTLY OF WHAT WE'RE GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT TODAY. Um, it is surviving, surviving family ties and family lives. So we're looking forward to see what this guest has to say and um, and see how you can identify and even be able to, um, to, to get away from some of the things that you're dealing with or be restored or be set free from anything that you're dealing with. So stay tuned. I am your host, Joy Douglas, Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I'll be right back. I'm Nita T, and on the Totally Heal Show, I'm the co-host with my segment, Be in the Know. You can catch us on the e-line tv.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back. I am Joy Douglas. This is the Gifts of Joy Talk Show. Hey, we are here for the fifth episode of season four, and it's going to continue to be amazing so you guys definitely have to tune in let's recap on last week's episode now first of all i need you guys to make sure that you are dming me that you're emailing that you're letting me know what your thoughts and your comments are about the show so that i can know um how you feel and what your um what your reviews are about the show i would definitely love to have that information so Definitely contact me, let me know. But okay, so last week, we talked about family ties and family lives, and we had a phenomenal guest. Someone that is awesome in the community, in the acting community, and television community, um, Coach West, and he shared his story. I'm not gonna give you all the details about his story. You need to go back and watch it, if you have not watched it, but the reason that I wanted to have him on is because we definitely deal with so many things within our families, um, growing up as a little child, and then adolescents and teenage years, and then we become adults. And of course, you all you know, hey, whatever you deal with as a child, it is going to eventually trickle up. As you become an adult and a lot of times we deal with things um, the best way that we possibly can and a lot of us in our communities are not taught that we need to be able to talk to someone that we need to be able to shed the light on those those things that we have experienced and so coach West shared his story, which is awesome, um, shared his story about what he dealt with as a child, from a child on up to um, to a teenager, as far as abuse, molestation, and rape is concerned. And so, how it has um, how it has helped him to be the person that he is now because of the help that he was able to get. So, my thoughts about just. Family ties and and family lives period is, I do not believe and I am so against what goes on at home stays at home. Y'all, that is a lie from hell because what if somebody is messing with you? What, and and that's sexually, emotionally, mentally. um, What if you are not only being abused, but you are being taken advantage of in so many different ways and you feel some type of way? What happens? Hurt people end up hurting people. So you grow up from this child that has been abused or being dealt with in a certain type of way, and then you become an adult. And because you have so much hurt and pain in you that's never been dealt with, in most cases, none of us ever say anything um, until it's a little too late as far as the situation to be actually taken care of and handled, but we grow up and we become adults and we hurt ourselves. We hurt other people. And a lot of what, in a lot of cases, are not even intentionally, but unintentionally. So if we don't tell those things as a child, first of all, as a child, you are learning what's right and what's wrong. So you don't necessarily know right off the bat that, hey, uncle is making me look at him in his private area, or my aunt is touching me in an inappropriate way and I might feel uncomfortable, but I don't know who to tell because in most cases, they tell you, you better not say anything to anybody. And as a child, you're taught that you are to obey those that are older than you. Hey, I'm not against the the obeying thing, but I am against making me feel some type of way and making me feel uncomfortable. So as parents, we definitely need to be able to ask certain questions. Amongst our children, but we need to be able to prep them in so many different ways Telling them hey if someone tells you or, or does something to you that makes you feel uncomfortable And then they tell you not to tell me that's when you should say something so give them that open avenue to be comfortable with you as a parent first of all to tell you if something happens to them that is inappropriate and it does not always have to be that somebody is fondling you or sexually abusing you if someone is messing with you mentally telling you that you are no good or that you mean nothing or um or just belittle you in any way, form or fashion, that is a form of abuse as well. And so, because just like messing with someone sexually, as you become an adult or even into teenage years, you start um, second guessing yourself and you start second guessing your worth. And so we end up in promiscuous situations or abusive situations and we doubt ourselves. And so that is not how God has created us to be. But there's no, there's no shocking periods in our life where God is surprised about things that happen. So that's one thing. The second thing is just because God is not surprised does not mean that he will not use those things for his glory and for his benefit. And so you have to be able to get to a place where you have to tell and be able to share those things. So not only you can heal, but the next person in the generation to come will be healed as well, or will be protected from those things. Because how many of you know, like the topic is family ties, family lies, how many of you know that you find out later on when something has happened to you, something has happened to your mother or to your aunt or even to your sister, to your brother. And a lot of times when we don't share those things of our experiences in in life, it ends up happening to our own children. And what happens with that? It just continues to be a cycle over and over and over again. So sometimes it starts with one person, one time saying something to someone that's gonna be able to help. Now don't run and tell somebody that's gonna spread all your business all over the place, first of all. And then they just make you make a mockery of you or of your situation. But get some professional help. Or if there is someone in your family that's a loved one that you can trust, talk to that loved one because you really never know. They might have had the same experience. That actually happened to me. Sharing some things with, um, with a uh, loved one in my family. And us talking, that person revealed that the same thing had happened to them. And so here it is we are later on in life and we revealed to each other that we had the same experiences. So how do we know that if one of us had not, had at least spoken up earlier on in life, we could have avoided the other one being abused the way that we were. So definitely being able to open up your mouth, but finding that safe haven, that safety zone to say, you know what, something is not right. I've gotta be able to share this. I've got to be able to let someone know because I don't want this to continue to happen to me, let alone happen to someone else that I love. Being uncomfortable and comfortable in the situation, hey, that's a given. The fact that in any situation where you're feeling uncomfortable, it is not right. It is no if, and, and buts about it. No one has the right to mess with you or to, um, to abuse you in any way, form or fashion. As a child, as an adult, as a teenager, it does not matter. If you feel uncomfortable, it's a reason that you're feeling uncomfortable. So definitely reach out and talk to someone. Um, just a little bit as far as how I'm able to even to identify with this particular topic because there are many lies within my family. Um on my mother's side on my father's side things come out y'all it seemed like every year something different is It's <laughs> coming out and so I know i'm not the only one that has a family that's all jacked up in some way form or fashion But things that have happened from back way back in so many different generations They affect us now and so that's why it's so important for us to be able to talk and i'll tell you guys i'm doing this show one of the reasons i'm doing this show is because i think it's very important for me to be able to get to the root of why things happen the way that they happen so that things will not continue to go on and it will be stopped with me that's how i look at it someone else might preview it or view it totally different but that's how i choose to view it because i do not want my children to go through a lot of the things that i have gone through now a little side note now, some things that they put themselves in certain positions or situations, I can't avoid that, but I can definitely talk to them and ground them on things that I've dealt with and that I've gone through, or even loved ones that I know that have experienced certain things. And so to give them a heads up, you know, to be able to, um, to just let them know, hey, life is life, but it's definitely how you deal with it. Definitely how you deal with it. Hey, we're coming back. We're going to have our guest on. And so I want you to definitely take heed and listen up and see what she has to say. And let's see what we can learn from her. So continue watching. I am Joy Douglas with Gifts of Joy Talk Show. Hello, 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 and welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Guys, we are dealing with and talking about the topic of surviving family ties and family lives. Last week, we dealt with family lives and family ties, but this week we're going to deal with surviving. Because, hey, if you're still living, you're definitely a survivor. So we have the wonderful Miss Latresa Lund with us today. Thank you so much for being here, Latresa. Thank you guys for having me. You're very welcome, very welcome. Well, Latresa, why don't you, let's just go ahead and dive right on in, honey, because we got a little time, so we're going to talk. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well,
1: I'm, I'm a single parent of four. I have one daughter, one beautiful daughter and three boys and uh i'm 45. i am a warehouse worker and i also an independent agent life
0: insurance well Latricia, what um let's go ahead and start off with your story um what what do you want to share with our audience today about your your some of your life traumas or situations that you've been in that will be what you feel like will be able to help our audience today Ooh, where
1: to where, where to start i had i had a roller coaster of rides <laughs> in, in my life that um that made me the person that i am now okay so um i could just make it short the beginning of my life I. Uh, my grandmother raised me. Okay. So I was without my mom and my dad. And throughout life, a series of wonderful people that installed a lot of knowledge in me uh, through my life. I, I lived, went from house to house from time to time. And just coming up as a teenager, it was it was a little rough, you know, being without I I, I was a parent and just having my grandmother and aunts and cousins and stuff. So that alone, that journey alone made me who I I am to raise my kids and where they are right now.
0: So was it just you and your grandmother growing up or did you have other siblings? It was me at first.
1: Uh, My grandmother took me when I was two, I believe. And then along the way, she had my other siblings and cousins. So it was like, probably like, like 10 of us, eight or nine of us, I would say.
0: Oh, that's a lot for grandmama to, to take on. Um, Um,
1: what,
0: what is the, I would say, if you, you went into your grandmother's home at about two years old, of course, that's really young to remember. Uh, I guess, uh, a particular trauma or event in your life, but what have you been told of why you ended up going to live with your mom, I mean, your grandmother? Um, uh, my mother, my
1: mother wasn't, wasn't stable enough, really. Uh, my mother and my dad was uh, drug addicts and my dad was alcoholic. And it's just the, the stability wasn't there. So my grandmother seemed fit to take me at that time. Because she said she, she wanted better for me.
0: That's awesome. That's definitely a, a great grandmother. Um, hopefully we have more grandmothers like that. But of course your life had to be, well, you already said that it was very interesting. Um, your your mother and your father were not stable enough to be able to take take care of you Um, and then other siblings came along correct as As you got got older so what did you have any communication whatsoever with your mom or your dad during the time that you were with your grandmother
1: yes 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 I I have I did Um, my dad I got to know him at I think I was like 15 to 16 and it wasn't a pleasant one Mm -hmm. You know, it was a lot of, I dealt with verbal abuse, physical abuse, you know, the in-between to the point that I uh, looked for love and was seeking love into people that didn't love me.
0: So at 15, you had a relationship with your dad. And so because, so because of the instability with the relationship with your dad, you found, you you began to find, try to seek love or or seek relationships in other, other areas that were not healthy? Yes. So what, what what did that look like at 15? I can identify with that, where you have um, inconsistencies, instabilities growing up. Um, our households were a little different. I had both mom and dad, but that just goes to show that it sometimes it doesn't matter what you know? What that household looks like if that inconsistency or um, instability is there, or that foundation is not stable, that you will become promiscuous, or um, you fi- you seek seek just income become innocent. promiscuous, right.
1: viable you you uh, gullible, mm-hmm. all of the negatives for the most part, you know, because it's, it's it's almost like when you, it's coming up, you, you, as teenagers and you decide, you know, God gave us these choices to make decisions. When you become a, a teenager, you making decisions. And a lot of decisions that I made, it was almost survival of the fittest decisions. Cause I had to, I had to learn how to make it out here in this world, survive. And, and to trust the untrustworthy, to to live with uh, my decisions as well, you know. So it's, it's 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 a touchy situation because so much that that life. Let uh, me see. How can I say it? It brought so much into one year to where some of it is like is hidden or it's put in a way to not deal with the things that happen in your life you understand what i'm
0: saying you you placed a lot of things you hit a lot of things so let's let's kind of go back a little bit because um you that was year 15 you're 15 years old and so did and you Kind of touched on a little bit of the promiscuous behavior, or um, and then just kind of being out there with different relationships or what have you. So, one, I want to ask, did any of your children come out of those type of relationships? For one, no, I okay. had
1: a, I had a, I had a makeover. God made me over, and I the the way I was going wasn't the life I wanted for my kids. so
0: So my daughter was my first one was your first one so at 15 what what are just some details as far as how what different choices you made because we just our audience is is definitely is huge in in a lot of different um a lot of different ways a lot of different um, lifestyles and so it might be someone that's dealing with a child at 15 years old, a young lady, and not understanding why she's feeling the way she's feeling or um, wanting to kind of touch on some things with her. So can you just elaborate a little bit as far as you know some of the choices that you made? Uh, so what happened to me,
1: I'm, 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 I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start what happened to me. At uh, 16, I entrusted some friends. At that time, you don't have nobody to talk to. Your mother ain't there. Your dad ain't there. Even if your parents are there, they're not as supportive or talkative, to, you know, communicate with you. So I didn't have anybody to talk to. And I entrusted friends. And my friends that I entrusted set me up and I got raped. Okay. And I had, at that time... I was a little rebellious. I ran away from home, and like I said, entrusted my friends. And when that happened, this is why I said it was a, it was a like a quick makeover because I prayed and 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 I couldn't understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling, but I had an emptiness in me because I didn't have my mother or my dad. Didn't quite understand why things was happening the way they were and end up hurting myself in the normal, or being placed in a position where I got hurt. Mm-hmm. And at that time at that time I said I needed to make a change for myself. Nobody couldn't do it. I had to do it for myself. I had to live life for me because even as an adult, you know, as a child at the time because I was 16, I wanted to live. And the way I was going, and from being raped and still not knowing, like, the whole just of things, because there's a lot of stuff I did put back, um, I just didn't want to live that life. So, so did no you,
0: what, was your grandmother someone that you were able to confide in? No.
1: I didn't have nobody. See, it's a difference. When, when my grandmother worked, my grandmother worked, like, around the clock, like, it wasn't no time to talk. It was like, cook, clean, watch the other kids, go to school. It was it wasn't, let's sit down and have a talk. Let's see what's, how you feeling? What's going on with you? Give me the good, the bad. It wasn't none of that, none of that. Communication lied deep, deep down to where it, it it, hind, instead, it hindered me coming up as an adult, too, because I didn't know how to really talk or really express myself, Right.
0: you know? Well, so. oh, just on that note, say that thought for me, Latresa, because you said something. And so it hits home for me and I believe probably for, for our viewers as well. Growing up in that generation, um, parents didn't know how to communicate because they, first of all, they probably were not taught. It was a cycle that continued on and on and on, too, is that they were so busy raising us and trying to take care of home the best way that they could. And in your case, she had so many other children to take care of that she had not birthed herself, but she wanted better for you all. And so she was doing the, the best that she possibly could. But in that, in that time, being able to know what was going on with you, um, there was a gap there so i want to touch on that a little bit when we come back but we're going to take a break we'll be right back you're watching the gifts of joy talk show i'm your host joy douglas hey my beautiful butterflies i know y'all been wondering where's chrissy collins and coffee with chrissy well guess what we are back and we're stronger than ever on e-line tv that's right e-line tv.com y'all i'm so excited because on this streaming network we're going to be doing so much and with coffee with chrissy and you the sky's the limit. So make sure you go and subscribe to e tv.com. It's free right now, but the prices are going to go up. So we want you to come on and jump on board right now. I can't wait. Y'all meet me there and make sure you have your cup of coffee ready. Hello and welcome back to Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Guys, we are talking about surviving family ties and family lives. Um, this is a very, very touchy subject for so many of us, but I am believing that it is going to help our viewers, help you that are watching be restored, be set free in some way, form or fashion. That's what my hope and um, hope and desires are for you. And So we have the wonderful Ms. Latresa Lund with us today. Thank you so much again for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So we stopped with um, me just expressing, and and you sharing um, what you experienced at 16 because of relationships with friends, and just kind of leading you in a different different way. Um, But also being able to express, hey, you couldn't talk to anybody. You didn't have anyone to communicate with. And so that left you in a very difficult place where where it should have. Because we as people, we are communicators. So if we are dealing with things and going through situations and circumstances and we don't have anyone to discuss those things with, what happens? It just gets stored inside of us and then we deal with things the best way that we possibly can. So I wanted to just touch on just a little bit um, because I did share in the last segment that I want people to understand that just because our mothers and our fathers and our grandfathers did not know how to communicate with us and sit us down as we try to do our children. We gonna touch on that as well, on how we turn those things around to benefit our kids. But just because mother and father and grandfather, Anna, whoever was um, put in a position to raise us, did not know how to communicate with us, it does not mean they did not love us. They were taught totally different than how we were taught in certain, certain situations and certain circumstances. In so many cases, as a mother myself, a mother of five, I know what it's like to get so caught up in working and trying to take care of the family versus actually take care of the mental and the emotional. So can you identify with that, being, being a mother yourself now um, and having those situations and circumstances that you had to deal with growing up um, how that not only impacted you, but how it helped you to become a mother yourself.
1: So I I knew I wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. I didn't want my kids to be raised up like me to go through the things that I went through to make, I wanted them to make their own decisions. So I, I wasn't a dictator. Like I was with my, my grandmother and them, my grandmother and them, they dictate what I was going to do. They even, they even predicted that I was going to have at 16, 14, that I was going to have a kid and I didn't have my first until I was 22nd. Wow. I mean, 20, I was 22. Wow. So I, um, Well, look, go I hold money. on, hold on, hold on.
0: Because what if somebody watching? And they have had someone to speak those type of things over them. And why would a grandmother or aunt or cousin speak that type of life over you? It had to be because that's what they knew. That's what- Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all they knew. And, wow. and
1: I, think, I think I think, what us is coming up, we have to realize their upbringings before we can be judgmental on them. So I I don't, I don't hate my grandmother. I don't hate my dad, my mom, you know, I just know that the way they was raised wasn't the way I didn't want to raise my kid. Right. So I had to be, be in forgiveness in order for me to move on, Mm. you know, and I, and in that forgiveness, I ask God to surround me around good people and people that's a favor of Him and, and that can give me, install me with the good things that I need to be the woman that I am today. Now I'm still learning. Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, <laughs>
0: that's an everyday I'm, thing.
1: <laughs> I'm, 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 still, I'm still learning, but I am and I have been in the position to be able to. Um, help others and, and especially my kids right. not be and go down the road that I went went down. In,
0: in some of those low points that you can think back on now and being a mother now um, yourself, what are some of those key points that you wanted to be able to instill in your children? I know you did mention the fact that you wanted them to make Decisions for themselves, so you you found yourself not being a dictator. But what are some other things that you um can remember that you did not want or you did want to instill in them to to become you know who they are now?
1: What what I wanted, I'm, I'm gonna start with the uh, the things that I wanted. What I wanted to start in them uh, is communication. Mm-hmm. That was to me communication is the big thing. That's how you get to know somebody how they feel, how they move, you know, and come with that. I wanted them to have some type of, I wanted them to have integrity in, uh, within themselves and dignity and respect for others. Um, I wanted them to be mindful of their surroundings. I And when when I was coming up, my surroundings was kind of, kind of crazy it's just the, the the difference is about this whole surrounding is just the same it's the same the same movement but a different picture it's the same the same uh what we have been through in our childhood and but it's a like how do you say same different day it just it just it just the same picture but a different color if that makes sense you know and and I just and I try to paint the picture like I I had to sit down with my kids to let them know what happened to me because if I didn't let them know what happened to me they wouldn't know what to be aware of when they went out there right so it it was a lot of things and then I had to do it before my family did it, because if they would have got to them before I did ain't no telling yeah they would paint so, a pictures Yeah, moments. so those were the things that I had to that I knew I had to to take care of. And I wanted my kids to graduate. I wanted my kids to to feel the struggle. I didn't give them everything, even though even if I had it, I didn't give them everything. I just want them to know that this life out here is it's it's not for us, but God made it for us and we have to make it his that, you know, be thankful in it. Mm-hmm. So that it's it's it was a trans transformation for me mm-hmm. it starts with me to where i had to to go towards what were my kids and it was a saying that I always played in my head children are the hands of the arrow of the parents mm. wow. and i was like hmm okay, well, I'm going to make sure these arrows is going to be on the straight and narrow and they know God first. And then they know if they, if anything, they know to go talk to him and then come and talk to me because then he'll give me the insight of what it's needs to be done for them. So those are the things I had to install. I go and install what I didn't want. That's what I did want for them. What I didn't want for them is to be out here with all these with they had the they had the pressure outside the school my sons both of my boys was bullied Mm -hmm. my daughter was the toughest one she was the mini me and it was like i had to adjust to in home outside the home in school and and when it wasn't a was it when it wasn't with me so i had to it's it every day is a teacher more moving for me so what i didn't want for them is to go out there in the world and not know nothing right. wow. so i had to be the installation i had to install some things into them for when they're not with me and they can be aware of and when they come down to being bullied, but well i'm one of those parents that like i fight kids i used to be like i'll fight kids and go <laughs> get your mama go get your aunt go get everybody oh my goodness and and my my kids friends they seem like the crazy side of me and then now a lot of them come to me and be like well well mama love well mama did this this and that and it's it's just a way of touching people right Mm -hmm. you know so those are the things I didn't want them to go out here and to be caught up with this this world and uh
0: What what is what is after telling your story to your children, because I find that very fascinating um, when I have to say certain things, you know, as a mother or as a parent, period, we know what times and what ages we can share certain things with them. And so because you can't just spill it all out on the table to them because they're not ready for it. But as your children have gotten older and your relationship and that communication with them, what has been the feedback to be able to, to see from where mom has come from, where she helped us to be and where we are going or where we are now? What what is that? What is that feed, feedback look like for you? Well, I
1: have to do it on an individual level. Because okay. I get different things from all different, all three of my grown kids. Okay, I have a, I have a twenty-three-year-old, and uh, she was mostly around. She, I, I, said that she was infected. She was affected by the naysayers and the family, the members that always had something negative to say, mm-hmm. and she, she's actually transitioning to realizing everything that's going on around her she she's independent she's on her own she did finish school but our relationship just is not as close live as uh I would want them to be Mm -hmm. but she do call and talk to me and ask me for my advice so that's the positive upside of things because that showed that I did install something Right. Like, hey, you can come and talk to me. Right. No matter how the weather blows, the wind is, you can come and talk to me. Now, um, with with my boys, they both in the military. My twenty year old, he um, he was the first one that was bullied, and was going through and was going through things and dealt with a lot of. Not mental, but peer pressure from school, mm-hmm. and it was like I had to step up as a parent to let them know, like, "Hey, this is just the beginning." This is why I tell all my kids, "This is just the beginning of life. You're gonna have channels, just like you're gonna have seasons. You're gonna have the good and the bad and the ugly. You just have to be strong enough and know that God is with you every step of the way to to make it through." And that he, him, he made the decision that he wanted to go into the service. And I I supported him all the way. And that time that he was getting bullied, he overcame that. And knowing that they don't have control of him, he have control of him. Mm -hmm. And that nothing and no one can make him be or do anything that he don't want to do. He is made of greatness. And those are the things that I said to my son, to both, all three, all my kids, and that um, that they, that I guess it was a thought in their head, and they had to realize some things with themselves to be able to be better for themselves as well. Mm-hmm. But when I told them the story about what happened to me, they was hurt. They didn't know why people would do things like that to people. And I had to explain to them that it's a lot of cruel people out here.
0: Right.
1: You you have to, you have to, you know, God give you an armor of protection, but you have to believe in that. And, and as humans, we all fall short in it. And what happened to me, I had to learn to forgive. So here I go again, installing something else in them, letting them know that forgiveness brings me peace and that God will take care of those who do harm or hurt to, to, to me or anybody else. So- I think
0: that is, that is key definitely for, um, for this topic today, forgiveness, and the fact that you chose to forgive um, those that have brought any hurt, harm, or danger to you in your life from a small child to where you are now. But because of that forgiveness it allows you to walk in peace and joy within yourself and to be able to share that with your children as well. I think that is awesome. I commend you um, for being willing to share your story today and hoping and believing that someone will get something out of what you had to say um, so that they will be able to forgive and move forward. And live in their peace and their truth. My thing is being able to manifest your own truth, it takes being able to definitely walk in forgiveness and walk in joy. Well, Latresa, it has been wonderful talking to you today. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate you being here. Um, and just being willing to share what you have shared with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you, you guys. I, I need a whole I need a whole section for my for my life. <laughs> I, hope we hope all <laughs> I was able to help someone and um forgive me for being so whole backish oh, but I, I hope that i was able to touch somebody and to know that god got you whoever it is that you know whatever situation you in or whatever you may be going through i'd never tell a man or woman not to cry cry it out and man up woman up And, and, and pray to God and know that he got you.
0: Yes. yes. That's,
1: that's what I live by and read the Bible, take a verse of the Bible. I always, I took out the Lord is my light and my salvation. And I break that down. He's not going to have you go through darkness. He's going to send you through trials and tribulations. And it's just for you to learn and to know
0: that you need to come and talk to him and he'll get you out of it. That's so true. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Well, guys, you have been watching the Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. I am your girl Joy Douglas here on the Gifts of Joy talk show. Guys, it has been a phenomenal show today. The surviving family ties and family lives. So we had the guest on Latrice Lund, which shared her story, part of her story. Um, and so just to recap on that and just to give you a synopsis of what that was all about. Even though you live in a certain um, lifestyle, certain household, whether it's grandmother raising you, whether it's mom and daddy raising you, aunts and uncles, it does not matter. One, being able to identify with where they are as a person. Not all of us do things the same way. And so not, that means that not all of us are going to get the same reaction, the same response. But we as parents, we raise our kids the best way that we possibly can. But pay attention. Parents, pay attention to knowing that not only do you need to work and take care of the household, but you need to be able to communicate with your children. Um, our guest expressed the fact that hey, there was no negativity put on grandmother, but just the fact that she made certain decisions because that lack of communication was there, and so, but she was able to turn those things around. And as a mother, she chose to make decisions for her children and teach her children based upon what she had experienced, what she did not want her children to experience in life. And so it's all about what we learn from our circumstances and our situations. We all have situations. We all have circumstances. We all have things that we will deal with and that we are dealing with in life. But it's whether you decide to see the glass half full or half empty, I'm telling you that's the key. So choose which one you'll see, half full or half empty. I am your host, Joy Douglas. This is the Gifts of Joy Talk Show.
1: I'm bringing you gifts of joy.
0: da, 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy.